And Hashem said, hit it, hit it hard, give it a good zetz. The Jewish people again stuck without water. Moshe then goes to Hashem asking what to do. Hashem says, Hit the rock. And water will come out from it. And the nation will drink. And Moshe did this and the Jews got water. It's noteworthy that this is not the time that Moshe was punished for hitting the rock, because here he was actually told to hit the rock, not to speak to it. The words of the Pasuk are, Vihikisa batsur, and you should hit in the rock, batsur, and then water will sprout forth. The words of the Pasuk are, Vihikisa batsur, and you should hit batsur, in the rock, and then water will come out from it. A very interesting usage of the letter Bays. Batsur literally means in the rock. It should have said Rashi wants to ask, Al-Hatsur, hit on the rock. Rashi explains to us, What was really going on was, That really, it was a very hard staff. Moshe's staff was firm. It was rigid. It was, It was made of this stone that when Moshe would strike the rock, it would break it open and water would start to flow out. So no patting of the rock or dubbing of it would work. It needed to be specifically a striking of strength and a striking with the staff. As if if you would take one of those little league metal bats and walk over to a big boulder and take a big swing. Now we can all agree that Kuliyalma Lo Pligi, we're all on the same team here, that rocks don't sprout water. If you go around with your bat hitting rocks, water won't come out. This was a miracle. This was a special occurrence. It was miraculous. And the fact that there was enough water that flowed from this rock to quench the thirst of an entire nation, even more miraculous. So here's our problem. If a miracle was going to happen, why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to hit it? Okay, so Hashem said, go and hit it, you'll tell me. Why did Hashem tell him then, make sure to hit it hard? And there's another detail. You can't just hit it hard. You got to hit it with the staff. It needs to be a hitting. It needs to be a hitting of it hard. And it needs to be a hitting of it with the staff. If Hashem was going to give us water, then give us the water. And if you will tell me that hashtadlust, that doing your part needs to be done. So what's with these specific guidelines? Why these exacting specifications in order to make this rock start to flow with water? Why couldn't Moshe have just walked over towards it and given it a little pat on the head with his hand? Why can't that do the trick for the rock to start flowing with water? The issue intensifies with the understanding that in our lives, when we are trying to make parnasa, to try to get the blessings of prosperity to start flowing, we all need to do our ishtadlus. You need to do certain actions in order that God should send the bracha. So this story is personal. In order for Moshe to get the water, get the Parnassah to start flowing, very interesting and odd specifications were needed. Why these parameters? Why did Moshe have to hit it like this? What can we learn from this? The answer, explains Rav Yeruchim Levavitz, the great spiritual dean of Yeshiva Smir during the Roaring Twenties, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that God created the world ex nihilo. He created something from nothing. He runs the world. 
He is the Boyre Umanheg, and he is involved in everything that goes on in our lives and in every creature's life. And in his never-ending benevolence, he creates Makomos, he creates places for us to follow the procedure and to give us the feeling of satisfaction and to give us the sense of success and to give people the feeling of triumph when they are successful. But we must remember something. After all the histadlus, the Parnassa coming, the successful outcome is really a miracle from God. And let me explain. Our lives really are one big miracle. When we take a step back and try to examine the difference between water splitting and a nation walking through an ocean, through a river, and the fact that our hearts continue to beat, is there really that big of a difference? They are both miraculous. One we are used to and the other we are not. What truly separates the idea of conception and a human birth of a healthy baby and somebody walking on water, except for one we are familiar with, one is a norm, one is commonplace, and one we have never seen before, but both full miracles. Picture this. A child comes home from Kita Aleph, from kindergarten. They run in the door and say, Mommy, 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 you're not going to believe what I learned today. Now, this is a special family. This girl goes to school in base Midbar. It's the base Yaakov that is open in the desert where the Jews are traveling. And this little girl is pulling on her mother's apron to try to get her mother's attention, to tell her what she had learned in school from her teachers, Mora Tzipora, Mora Miriam. And eventually, when she finally gets her mother's attention, her mother says, I would love to hear what your teachers told you today, but you must make sure to eat your lunch. You must first walk outside, grab this magical food that has fallen from the sky called mun, have in mind whatever you think it should taste like it will taste like, make sure to eat your lunch, and then tell me what you learned from Moritzipora. And when the little girl is finished with her lunch and she finally tells her mother what she had learned in school that day, she says, Mom, guess what? In the future, people are going to put a seed in the ground, and then food will sprout forth from the ground. Mother says, what? It can't be. Yes, yes. My teachers told me. Food will grow from the ground. A total miracle. They are having this conversation while eating this magical mun that fell from the sky. There is no difference between the miracles. One we are used to, and one we have never seen before. This idea is so integral to Jewish life that the place that we learn it from, from the famous Ramban in Saif Parshas Bo at the end of Parshas Bo, a person should learn it over and over until he has it committed to memory and he has memorized it. And I quote the Ramban, And from the open great Miracles. Adam Moda Benisim Hanistarm, a person understands and knows that the hidden miracles, Shem Yesodha Tirakula, this is the foundation of the entire Torah. Sha'in la Adam Khailak Bataras Maisha Rabenu that a person doesn't have a portion in Maisha Rabenu's Torah, Ajina Amin until he believes Shakul Divorenu Umikrenu that his entire life and everything that happens to him, Kulam Nisim, it is all a miracle. It is all miraculous. Sha'in Bohem Teva Umin Hagel Shal Oilam. It is not 
Teva. It is not just the laws of the world and the way that things go. Bainbe Robin, whether it's a community, it's in public, Bainbe Yachid, or whether you're an individual, he continues, it's all a miracle. Everything is miraculous. So why then did Moshe Rabbeinu have to hit the rock so hard? After all, if everything's a miracle, Hashem, let me do my establish and then make a miracle. Rabbi Rucham explains that we don't actually have a grasp at all on Hashem's infinite wisdom as to why Hashem set up our bodies as such and why the universe is created like so. These are things beyond us. We just know that we have to follow the guidelines of nature. This is the way things work, for this is Ratzon Hashem. And when you follow the Ratzon Hashem and you follow the Chuke Hateva, you work with the world and do what you're supposed to do as God set up for you to be successful, then the reward for the fulfillment of following God's will and the laws of nature which God set up is water flowing forth from a rock. Why hit it hard? Why hit it with a staff? It's the same reason. Why do you have to wake up early or take a small business loan or invest it here or call this business client to make a buck? These are the chuke hateva because this is the way that God set up the world. It's the way that God said this is how you should do it. And once you do it and follow these steps, God makes a miracle and money showing up in your bank account, miracle. Water flowing forth from a rock, miracle. We just follow the special guidelines. I challenge you, does it really make sense that if you mix up herbs, some chemicals, put it inside of a pill, you should swallow it and then your ankle should start feeling better? Does that really make sense to us? Or is it just what we're used to? Some people have a minhag, a custom to actually say a yihi ratzon about how Hashem is really the one who makes us feel better. And we just go about the motions. We follow the laws of nature but it all really comes from Hashem. It's a very tricky point. It feels so real when we run an advertisement and something works, and we make the phone call and something works. And while we are following nature and doing what needs to be done, we're hitting the rock, as Hashem said, hit the rock. But the Hatzlacha is miraculous. It is nothing less than a miracle. Why did Moshe have to hit the rock with such a zet? Why did Moshe have to hit it with a staff? Because Hashem said so. And we follow Ratzon Hashem, and the reward for following Ratzon Hashem and Chukei Hateva is Hatzlacha, is success. Learn this from Ban over and over and over. This was actually the custom of the great Mashkiach, Herb Nassim Bachfogel, Zechot Zadik V'Kadosh Livracha. Say it over and over again. Over and over. Let it calm your nerves. Let it relax you when you're in the grind of Parnassa. That we follow the rules of the Torah. We follow the laws of the land. We do what Ratzon Hashem is. And in Yirtza Hashem. By following the guidelines of the Torah, by keeping the laws of the world, doing our hishtadlis, doing it the way that God set up, then emir Hashem, the bracha should start flowing forth from the rock, enough water to quench the thirst of an entire nation. Enough water should start flowing as if you would have removed the dam from the Hoover Dam. Enough water should flow forth that all of Klal Yisrael should have an abundance of Parnassah and recognize that it's all from Hashem and it's all miraculous.